Did you know that Gamescom is the world's largest gaming event? With its 370,000 visitors and 1,037 exhibitors, all from 56 different countries. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 94. My name's Gareth Brady. I'm going to be your host, and on my virtual left is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very well, thank you, Gareth. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, and on my virtual right is Mr. William Cariana. How are you doing, William? I said your name wrong again. That's uh, Kirawana. That's no worries. I'm doing terrible. good. I'm good. Good. William's from Canada. Paul's from where are you from, Paul? I am. I currently reside in Nottinghamshire, but Aww. I am from the. I'm from the fine county of Lancashire. Lovely. I've just been to Somerset. I literally just come back now before we did this podcast. I've been for the weekend, Oar. part of work. Yeah, <laughs> very nice down there. Um, now we're going to do a Gamescom special. That's why we're here. We're going to be talking all things Gamescom. So we're going to talk through some of the games. Um, and Gamescom happened a few days ago. Um, generally. It's, it wasn't a, um, a real thing. It was an online thing. <laughs> and uh, we had three kind of major shows, didn't we? We had the Xbox One that happened, first of all. We had the opening night, and then we had the indie one. Um, what was your overall... We could talk about the games, but what's your overall feeling? Do you think, this is, do you think they did it well compared to the other things? Um, do you think it was a success? Uh, Paul, what's your thoughts? My thoughts. Hmm. Um, I think I'm actually quite a fan of this whole kind of virtual thing, um, the the whole kind of COVID restrictions and stuff, because you can't get that many people on there waffling on for so long. So you get to see more games trailers and more gameplay. I I think I actually prefer it this way around, if I'm honest. Okay. You like that kind of like. Just like, I like the whole, yeah, rather than uh, let's talk to uh, this fella who, you know, did a bit of colouring in in the background of a game. Um, <laughs> let's um, see more of the action. That's what I like. I like action. Right. Okay, good. Um, William, what about your, what's your thoughts about this uh, Gamescom particularly? Uh, so of, of the three shows, I missed Awesome Indies because there was the Future Games show running around the same time and that one was okay. Uh, the Xbox show, I thought, was pretty decent uh, for an inside Xbox, but I think the problem is at least somewhat they were hyping it up like it was an E3. Mm. I saw more ads for it than mm. E3. I can't say it was E3 worthy. Yeah. Uh, and then opening Night Live was pretty good. I think it was a lot better this year than it was last year. It had some bigger announcements, some bigger updates. I think uh, two of the three platform holders and Xbox and Sony showed up in some meaningful ways this time around. So, yeah, no, I, I thought that was a good show. Yeah, I think I'm a, I'm a bit more meaner than this, but I think you're both absolutely right. I think it, I, I really enjoyed these online shows. I thought 
the Xbox One was. I think you're absolutely right when you said it's, it was like an inside Xbox monthly thing or a bi-monthly thing where they've done rather than a, a show stuff because there wasn't that much stuff there to show and they built it up too much, I think. And they, they which we talk yeah. about, I mean, they saved one of their big ones for the next night. So, and also I made a note, I think this, it annoyed me at some point because I made a note at one point. I said, I think there should be a rule that we're not allowed to talk about games after a year they've been out. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I see another thing for Sea of Thieves, I'm going to cry. No. <laughs> A, bo- oh. a Borderlands um, <laughs> theme ship. Oh, mm. you know. uh, it- yeah, that, that that applies to both of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ending opening night live on uh, what was it on Death Stranding oh, director's yeah. cut. Look, I no no offense, to Death Stranding. I think it's a good game. I played on. My laptop is two years old. You know that's not your showstopper no. to end on. It's no. it's it's DLC basically. Yeah. It's DLC. I think that's the problem. I think the problem with the opening night. I really like the opening night. And I think it was better than last year. I think it really peaked really early, and then towards yeah. the end it just tailed off. And like you said, the last having Death Stranding, like you said, some extra missions and jetpacks and a few racing tracks. It's, that's not that's not an end game show. I mean, I think there is a there's a thing that we know that's underneath this, which becomes more and more. It's like we know next year and the year after 2023 is going to be when we're going to see a lot more games. You know, we're, we're mm-hmm. seeing the COVID effect of games now and there, there isn't that much. Um, oh, oh, yeah, for sure. A uh, bunch of delays on Sony's end and then through Microsoft, a lot of their stuff, you know, Fable, Proof of Dark, Avowed, yeah. seem to be 2023. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, there's some really good stuff. And like I said, the opening night, um, and there's lots of great indies. Um, so we should just talk through, slowly talk through some of these games. Um, just before we yeah. do that. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, sorry, can I, can I just mention one thing that, for the opening night live in particular, I thought was a bit weird. Hmm. Um, and that was the Games Awards for games oh. that aren't out yet. Yeah. Yes. I mean, how can you have an award for a game that you haven't seen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I was I was sat there going, yeah, Elden Ring wins for PlayStation, yay! Um, has anybody actually played Elden Ring yet? Has anybody seen it? How can it possibly win an award? If it was called Most Anticipated, brilliant, but it wasn't. It was Game of the Show 2021 or whatever it was, and I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm so yes, you, yeah. I didn't like that. <laughs> well, the way it works is they get 10 minutes of game footage to go over and they pick their favorites. It's Mm. supposed to be like best of the show for E3. The problem is for E3, the footage that they judge on is the footage that we actually get to see. And for Gamescom, you have to pay a fee to submit games to it. So PlayStation just didn't submit any games. And so all of their nominees were Bandai Namco games for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then for Microsoft, it seems they only submitted Halo and uh, Age of Empires, so it wasn't even a fair fight. It's like, congratulations, <laughs> Halo won, because they didn't put Forza or Starfield or Redfall up there. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it won with the competition fighting with its hands and legs bound. Like, yeah. And the, funny, uh-huh. the, the funniest one was Nintendo Switch went, and the nominees are 
um, the um, just, yeah. to just dance and the, and, it, what was it? and the Mario game. There was the two of yeah. them. Again, wow. it was just Ubisoft games, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bonkers. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm with you there, Paul. So we'll, we'll, we'll draw a veil across yeah. that. But yeah, I thought that was silly. Yeah. Very weird, isn't well, it? Let's put it this way. Last year's winner for uh, best, best PlayStation game was Cyberpunk. Which not only was a game with a Microsoft marketing deal, but the state that thing launched in on PS4 in particular. Like, they pulled it from the store up until now. <laughs> yeah, they pulled yeah. it from the store and it won Best PlayStation Game. So wow. Fingers crossed Elden Ring launches a bit better. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> it should do. I mean, because it, it, it's from software, isn't it? And they're, oh, yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah. So I, I like their track record, let's put it that way. Let's talk games. Let's talk. We're just doing Let's this talk games. Yeah. Um, the, the, the big one, which was a kind of big reveal, which we knew about because it got leaked that very day, um, mm-hmm. was Halo. And um, we had the Halo. We've got a date for the campaign and for the multiplayer, which launched at the same time. And yep. that's December the 8th. I'm not really this down. It is. Yeah. And we had a little kind of... We, we didn't see any campaign because they nope. said they're concentrating on just getting the campaign ready for that date and but we saw a little trailer they had which is like a cgi kind of trailer for the multiplayer didn't we a little story trailer mm-hmm. for that um it's coming december the 8th before the end of the year right right at the end uh what do we think now paul i know you're not so excited about halo from <laughs> yeah i'm not a halo guy yeah i mean off the back of all the hype i downloaded the master chef collection again um and i've started playing it again and again i find it stupid that you know i'm I'm playing the first game and i want to aim down sights at these bad guys and i can't and i find that really annoying i mean i'm sure it's you know for reasons within the gameplay but um i just can't get excited about halo um I mean, I like the trailer that we saw. I thought the story was quite good. The the little girl that they rescue that grows up to be this big, tough Spartan and so on and so on. Um, but yeah, it's very much on my kind of, I, I might play it because it's on Game Pass list, but I'm not going to be getting excited about it. Fine. Paul, that's fine. Sorry. No, that's good. That's fine. <laughs> I think a lot of people do have that. Um, William, what about you? Are you a Halo fan? You are, aren't you? Uh, I am a Halo fan, yeah. and uh, I'll, I'll say this. I liked what they showed off. Uh, the date is a bit of a bummer because that means it's ineligible for the Game of the Year awards this year. It means that it's missing the 20th anniversary. And then the big one is it's coming in the middle of my finals, so I'm not <laughs> even going to be able to play it through the first week. I mean, look, I think it's pretty clear that's coming in hot now. They've cut co-op campaign for launch. They've cut Forge for launch. Mm-hmm. I, I just hope it's good. The multiplayer tech test was good. Yeah, yeah. So, good, really good reports and from the stuff I, I've seen. It's really good. And I get why they are, you know, holding back campaign footage to make sure that everything is strong and in order. But I also think it raises the question now of if this is coming in in December, that's a year and a month's delay, and it's still going to be missing things at launch. 
and we still haven't seen the campaign and everything. Uh, what was the state of this game going to be last year? I, I don't really want to think about that, but I just, uh, I hope it works out. Do you know what I think I mean, it was, the state of the game? I think it was fine on the Series X. <laughs> I just don't think it was fine <laughs> on the Xbox One. And yeah, I that th- wouldn't surprise me. And I think they were like going, it just doesn't work on this, and that's why they pulled it. And I think even now they're kind of going, how do we get this to you know work on both? So it's, I think that's the... They, and also yeah. they've seen Cyberpunk, haven't they? The chaos of that. Trying to... Yeah. You know, like I reviewed Cyberpunk for it, and it was great on the Series X. It was fine. Oh, I didn't review it. Did you? Re- oh, no, I did review it, and it was fine. But, yeah, you reviewed but it. But the Xbox yeah. One is, um, is the nightmare. So it was like, yeah, it's... Yeah, I. That's my feeling. That's my thoughts. But yeah, no, I agree. It's going to be. I'm look. I'm look. I've played every Halo game. I enjoy them. I kind of enjoy the multiplayer for for a while. Do I get beaten a lot? But yeah, it's. <laughs> um, it's a. I mean, it's good. I, it, it does feel like they're, you're right. I do feel like they're kind of pushing the envelope a little bit. They're they're right up to the wire. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, so let let me ask you two then, as. Uh resident sort of halo fans do you think that december the 8th is a good date or should they delay it in order to get the co-op and the forge and everything else ready i mean i realize it's 20 years of xbox and halo and everything this year so they really want to push for it this year but if it's not ready if it's going to be half a game is is that a good thing because you know I'm, i'm i'm a bit undecided to be fair i don't know whether they should wait and bring out the full thing and go here you go this is the game we want you to play rather than here's half a game here's a bit more here's a bit more you know what do you guys think i think first of all i do i think i think you're right i think in in anything i think because it's on game pass but also the multiplayer and the campaign on its own is a is a is a lot of content you know Mm -hmm. it's a huge amount of content and like um, Forge and, and co-op campaign are, you know, almost extra. So there would be other games they might look at models who would have who would have done that anyway. Who would have you know announced they put their campaign and added their multiplayer later or added their co-op later on anyway. So in comparison to the olden days when they used to release the whole thing with all those features on, yeah, it doesn't look great. But I think there's lots going on there. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried about that. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it's it's hard to fully decide if it's, you know, incomplete or not, because supposedly the reason that they're delaying the co-op, for example, is because this campaign is so much bigger and it's open world and they're doing all these new things. And ultimately, I think what matters is that the game has to be polished and it needs to be good. And this puts all the more pressure on... You know, the campaign, for example, to be good, because now they can't just sit back and go, oh, well, uh, you know, it looks, uh, well, I, I had fun with friends, at least. Well, if you can't play with friends through co-op in the campaign, that's no longer an excuse. But, yeah, I think ultimately you have to get the game out at some point. I'm sure from Microsoft's point of view, they've delayed this a year and one month after giving this five years already of development time, so six years, that is a twice the Halo development cycle. They have basically paid for two Halos to get one Halo. So 
you mm. have to get out at some point. Mm. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see. Come December the 8th. Um, but before that, we have uh, Xbox other big hitter, which we saw a little bit more, Forza Horizon 5. Yay. Uh, we saw a big chunk of this. This finished the Xbox conference, didn't it? Mm -hmm. um, Paul, you can leave with this. Hey. Yeah, this is yours. Well, well, now, Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> so basically we saw like the first, is it eight minutes of the game or whatever, mm. where you're yeah. introduced to the maps and you're introduced to some of the cars by parachuting them out of planes, which I thought was quite entertaining. It went sort of full on fast and furious movie moment there. Um, but, you know, the, we were introduced to the cars that are going to be on the cover, the AMG one, I think it is, and the Ford Bronco. And I've got to say that AMG just looks amazing. That car just looks fantastic the way the little louvers on the wheel arches open as it drives along and stuff i was like yeah i'm i'm liking that a lot if it was in blue it would have been perfect but you know <laughs> we'll take we'll take red it's fine um and you know just the the scale of the maps looks fantastic you know drive into that huge great dust storm and screaming through the jungles and oh yeah I was sat there going like I may have squeaked involuntarily a few times, but yeah, yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah. yeah, proper fanboying over this one, and I just can't wait. Yeah, William, you excited about this? Uh, November fifth, which is the day for the VIP version early access, it cannot come sooner. This game looks amazing, just graphically and visually and gameplay wise. The audio as well, it's just. Yeah, it's good. Playground just keeps finding a way to top themselves. It looks yeah. amazing. And they reveal that little controller as well, which seems to be dividing people. I like yeah. it. I ordered yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember you two arguing about that on the on the chat. <laughs> as I said on the on the chat, it looks like a unicorn has vomited. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering about for you know the actual real if there was a, a actual festival of racing that yeah. they all appear in. Do you think the actual festival itself was quite boring? Because you're just basically having a sort of party on the side of a road. Yeah. Yeah. So Good. I, it wouldn't be oh, any yeah, other. I, I, I would everything. be just yeah. out driving. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. No, it looks great. It looks fantastic. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be brilliant. Um, I'm going to move us on to um, Elden Ring because we saw some interviews and saw some extra bits and some more images. Um I was doubting this was going to arrive in January, but after this, after Gamescom, I think it, yeah, I think it is going to come in January now. I can't see this being delayed. And I, Paul, you're a Souls person, aren't you? I think William Paul is as well. Yeah. Person, so it's, yeah. and I'm, I've dabbled and I really love them and I sort yeah. of get to a point where maybe sometimes I give up, but um, I'm going to completely commit to this one and give this a go. <laughs> I've got to say, I, I would pay to see you play the Souls game <laughs> on don't... one of your Let's Plays. That would be awesome. Do you know what? I think I had to review one at one point, but and I did do quite a lot. But um, it, it does look great. I mean, it looks it looks fascinating, doesn't it? There's some... Paul, what are you... There's some new... How does it differ from the other Soul games? It's more open world? Is that right? Yeah, it looks more... But again, all you've got to go off is like the, the trailers and the mm. few sort of gameplay things. But, you know, Souls have always been quite open world. That's been mm. one of the selling points. You can go and fight the bosses or whoever in whatever order you want to. 
yeah. you know, it just depends where you go and explore to. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, it just looks like Dark Souls next generation and possibly even better if I dare whisper that. So, I mean, it's the, the proof of the pudding is in the playing, as they say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. I love From Software as a company. I love the games they make. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'm waiting to be blown away in January. But you're, it's interesting with you, Paul, because you're not a, you, I don't think you're a massive RPG fan. Like, a, you wouldn't. It's, Excuse me. How very dare you? Yeah, you are though, aren't you? Oh, you are. I am an enormous yeah, RPG, RPG fan. That's this why is, I end up like doing it. all of the chemco. I think reviews. I've got you confused with Neil. I think you have. Yeah. Neil Neil is allergic to a game yeah. with a story in it. So I I just, when I said that, I realised it was it was a mistake. <laughs> um, William, are you a Souls person? I can't remember. Uh, I'm not a Souls person, but you know what? It's it's going to be a very high quality game. I have no reason to doubt that From Software will make something that, you know, the fans of the Souls games will like. It's typically not my thing, but uh, <laughs> all power to them. It, it looks good. I like the fact that you can It'll summon good. four or five people to help you. And that, that helped. That's good. Mm. That's yeah, I mean, that, that, that was the nice bit of the multiplayer of the Souls games, yeah. that you could put your summon sign down in front of a boss door, say, and then if people needed assistance, they'd bring you into their game and you'd help them back at the boss. Um, I wasn't so much of a fan of the you've been invaded by somebody no. and then they just run up and batter you. Okay. And that used to make me sad. But yeah, I, um, I, I like it. I like the idea. It's like outsourcing. Mm, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do your job well. Yeah. We've got to uh, an RPG game in India. Let's see if we can yeah. just outsource this a bit. Outsource it. Um, good. Let's do. Um, let's move on. We were looking forward to this. Loads to get through. I'm just looking at time. Um, Marvel's mm. Midnight Suns. Um, it, that was a reveal on the games quite open at night. William, what do you, what's what's this about? Do you know anything about this? Uh, yeah. So this is a tactical role playing game by Firaxis, who developed XCOM. It's set in the Marvel universe. You seem to create your own hero and a couple others, and then you team up with, uh, you know, some other heroes. There was Wolverine in there. I think there was Iron Man, Captain Marvel. And yeah, this is very promising looking. It seems to be supernatural as well, like vampire villain or something. But Mm. no, it's, I think it looks pretty good. Uh, And to be honest, this is something that has sold me on the premise. It's XCOM mm. meets Fire Emblem meets Avengers. So uh, we'll begin gameplay like the first of September. Oh, that's or right. Yeah. So, and um, this this is coming out. Elden Ring was January. This is coming out in March. Is this right or next year? Yeah, that yeah. that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, James would love this. Paul, you're a big fan of this. Um, I like the look of it, to be honest. I do like the XCOM games. Um, I like the whole kind of tactical RPG turn-based thing. And mixing that with um, Marvel seems like a, a match made in heaven, perfect, honest, mm. perfectly honestly. The, uh, you know, the characters look great. Wolverine looks suitably moody. Was the guy whose head was on fire, was that Ghost Rider? Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. So. Yeah, he looked like I, a modern looked ghost like rider. Him, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, it was a bit weird. So I was expecting the leather jacket and stuff, and I didn't see it. But I can't think of anybody else who's basically a skull with his head on fire. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, the the premise of it looks great. I love a turn-based tactical RPG, um, and yeah, I'm 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 well on board with this. Yeah, good. Better response from both of you than I thought. I'm okay with it. It's all right. Um, yeah. What's quite nice is they they've they've made a new villain alongside the Marvel universe. So it's it's in the it's in the um, what's it called the uh, in the canon. Canon. That's it. Thank you, Paul. That's good. Yeah. You're welcome. Marvel Midnight Suns. Um, Saints Row. It's back. We knew something was going to happen. Thank God it's not a reboot. <laughs> I mean, not a reboot, a remaster. It's a yes. new thing. It's a reboot. It is a reboot, but it's its own thing. It's a new next gen, new gen um, Saints Row, set in a kind of world. What we saw was a trailer, first of all, like a CGI trailer, and then there was a bit of gameplay stuff a bit later on, and some of the extra, really sort of small bits of gameplay. But it's Saints Row. It's Saints Row. It's a. It's good. I've only I've played the first two Saints Row, and after that, I I like the first one. I got I got bored. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not a GTA person, Paul, are you? So you're not going to like this. I think. I'm not. A, I'm not a GTA person. I have played the first two Saints Rows, like you, um, and I think I even played a bit of the what is it? Get Out of Hell. The oh yeah expansion. yeah yeah. That was free, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but I mean. Just reading around as you as you have to do when you're a professional and you want to make a good impression on a podcast. Um, quite a lot of the chatter in the Twitter sphere was, if there's no Johnny Gat, is it really a Saints Row game? So there you go. There's a question to uh, question to question list. to William. Post to, post to the listener. <laughs> William, are you Saints Row person? Uh, to be honest, no. Uh, I. I, I it's going uh, well I, so far. I, look, I, I don't hold anything against it. I actually just picked up the third one, and I'm playing through it a bit. It's fine. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's not something I played growing up. It's not something I played in recent memory. So the only reason I picked up the third was this one was announced, and it was in the bargain bin. But, right. no, it's... No, I mean, I know that this one seems to be dividing people. I know... Uh, as you mentioned, that Gat isn't in this one, and that you know, the whole millennial cast, you know, Watch Dogs to Fortnite sort of style, hasn't necessarily won everyone over. You know, they miss the old Saints, but yeah, yeah it looks it looked okay. It's okay, didn't it? it didn't know. yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I mean, that's coming in February. February. Yeah, it's busy it's Feb. Yeah. Could could I just say? Yeah. Nothing, nothing makes me feel older than when young people say, oh, yes, I played these games growing up, and I remember being like 30 years old when they came out. <laughs> that makes me feel very sad, yeah, but no. thanks, William. Cheers. Yeah, okay. well, not to worry. I can make you feel old again because I'm sitting back going, uh, you know, Starfield's out next year, and that's Elder Scrolls, uh, Elder Scrolls 6 after. So by the time Elder Scrolls 6 is out... Uh, Let's think this through. I'm going to be 26, 27 years old. Uh, I was 12 when Skyrim came out. Twenty. more than half my life for that bloody game. Jeez. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. There'll be, there'll be five more releases of Skyrim before that anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Um, PlayStation Sorry. people, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, it's we had a kind of like a announcement from the developer. You said, look, COVID's been bad. We've we've you know quite honest. <laughs> this is happening, and so but we're going to release in Feb. 2022 and you can start your pre-orders now so that was it really for you know there's some more kind of gameplay stuff out there as well you can see which we already see it looks one it looks beautiful i'm, I'm a big fan of it yeah. um and i'm looking forward to playing it i mean it's when it's good when they kind of say a date and they announce it you're gonna go yeah great fine because february isn't long away it yeah, makes it's sense a, it's a bit mm. of a shame that they had to delay it a couple months but they added 60 frames per second to the original yeah. which is great yeah. Uh, the one thing I will admit being odd, that was odd was the guy comes out. This news had leaked out by Jason Trier and Jeff Grubb like a month ago. Mm. But this guy, this guy comes out, the game director or whatever, he's like, we've got exciting news to show, <laughs> yeah. to share with you. COVID's been bad and the game's been delayed. It's <laughs> like, I think we have different definitions of exciting news. <laughs> yeah, you did, didn't you? You, were, you did but think, like, you, yeah, for a moment you thought, it's coming out in next week this is amazing yeah it's like yeah. They, they got ready they got out this year you know we might see it in november december yeah. no it's delayed exciting news everybody like okay <laughs> so in in the sort of like just briefly on the brief side note on the xbox and playstation this year xbox have got game pass of course with all its goodies but they've got halo now and forza aren't they mm-hmm Halo Forza, Age of Empires for PC, and then a bunch of other smaller indie exclusives. Yes. And the PlayStation have got Deathloop. Uh, and a deafening silence. They've got Deathloop, <laughs> Death- haven't they? Deathloop and a few... Deathloop, Microsoft's own game. <laughs> yeah, and um, a few indies. Maybe um, that Bridge yeah. of Spirits, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Nothing, no judgment there. Just going to say. Um, next one, Call of Duty. Um, I think it's worth mentioning this. Uh, we have we saw a kind of a bit more about the, the Vanguard, the campaign. Um, yep. I we we saw kind of like we saw the actress. Uh, I forgot the name who played for Last of Us Two. Laura, Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey. He's playing the Russian sniper. We saw her kind of campaign from her becoming who she is. I think itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was sold. I mean, I said this before. I love the... I always enjoy the campaigns in Call of Duty. I always have a great time. I think this looks good. It's going to be the same old kind of like on rails. It, I love... There's a whole section when the house collapses and I thought that was amazing. Uh, yeah, this looks good. I'm in. Again. Uh, you too? No. Yeah. Uh, I um, recently... Paul, you first. Let William go. William, you go first. <laughs> okay. I recently uh, played through the World War II one, and I thought that that was quite good. Mm. I think this one looks good as well. Uh, graphically, it looks quite impressive. I, I think the only two things that I found a bit weird was bringing out Laura Bailey, and then the character is just grunting the whole time. <laughs> weird. It and takes then, talent to grunt like that. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other one was uh, those bricks that were just perfectly out at climbing distance. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. that's a thing in 
yeah. that's the thing in all of these games, but it's harder to suspend you disbelief when it looks this photorealistic and then you just see these random <laughs> yeah. things out the side of the building. It's like, okay. Yeah. But no, it's it, it looks building. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I always have fun with these games. I really like the last one, the Black Ops one. I thought it was great. The campaign. I thought the campaign was great. Mm. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, Lego Star Wars, the uh, Skywalker Saga. I've forgotten about this game completely. Yeah, there's been nothing for about a year or so, hasn't yeah. there? So. And it's coming. It still hasn't got a confirmed date, but it's coming spring 2022. We saw a kind of like mm-hmm. a nice little trailer, didn't we? I mean, I think. I haven't played a Lego game in years, but I'm, I'm going to give this a go because it just looks... I like the way this looks. It mm. looks very different. It looks grand. It looks quite exciting. I like the fact they're covering the nine stories and they do, the, they do their funny humorous thing. Yeah, it looks great. Um, it's going to be a good kids game, I think. We haven't had a Lego games for a while, have we? No, it's been a... I think the Force... Was it the Force Awakens? Was that the last one? Ah, uh, Yeah, that's right, yes. The last Star Wars one, anyway. Um, But yeah, I mean, it looks great. I mean, I I do enjoy Lego games. Um, I have a 10-year-old son, and if I'm honest, I like him more than he does. He'd rather (laughs) play Destiny and shoot things. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I love the little touches of sort of almost physical humor that Mm. they put in the games as well Mm. um just the way they play with the characters and they make funny things happen and it's like what happened to my father and he's like (laughs) it wasn't me so yeah um yeah all that kind of stuff and you know mix lego with star wars and i'm sold yeah it's it does it looks impressive doesn't it william it does look different from the others yeah, it does. They seem to be going for a more open world type thing or something, from what mm. I heard. Yeah. I, I don't know. Good. Um, from that kid's game to another kid's game that I looked at for the first two seconds and went, oh, what's this? And then I went, I'm, I'm completely sold. This looks <laughs> amazing. Um, Dokevi. Is that how you say Dokevi? Dokevi. Dokevi. Yeah. Like Pokemon, but ah, Dokevi. Okay. Um, I still won't get it. Um, no. It's... So you're you're in this kind of like city, mm-hmm. and you're playing this little six year old. It looks like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're kind of just you're moving around the city doing kind of skateboarding games. You think, and then you're then you seem to have <laughs> like robots. You're controlling them, battling creatures and other robots, mm. and just and flying and skateboarding <laughs> and playing games. And it looks and the world, the city looks amazing. I thought I was really I was I was very impressed by this game. Another great family friendly game. It's great, and it mixes K-pop. James James isn't here as well. Be well, yeah, thing, J- yeah, James would be all over this a Korean yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> it would be amazing. Um, William, what do you think? Do you think this is good? It looks positively insane. Like we have these uncanny anime models in this hyper-realistic environment mm. and it's a Pokemon clone that's also an MMO, but it's also a K-pop <laughs> dancing simulator. <laughs> I'm like, this is nuts, but I also love the heck out of this. And from my understanding, it's free of play. So, yeah. no, yeah. B- Big surprise of the show. I, I knew nothing about this and yeah. I left going, yeah, I'm, I'll give that a whirl. It's, it's nuts, but it's my kind of nuts. Yeah. Paul, you're, is your 10-year-old going to play this? 
Was he um, too old? I imagine so. No, no, he's he's um, he loves Pokemon. Um, he's just playing Sword and Shield on his uh, Switch. He started a whole new profile on his Switch so he can start the game again. Um, so yeah, he's he's playing them, and I imagine. I didn't show him the trailer because he'd gone to bed when uh, I was watching it. But I imagine that, you know, I might have to kind of elbow him off the Xbox in order for me to get a go. <laughs> you really but, want to play uh, this, though. It will feel I really do. It yeah, just looks, it uh, like Willio says, it looks bonkers. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, James would be all over this. Yeah. I imagine that the reason he's not here tonight is because he's watched this trailer and had to have a little lie down. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but, yeah, it looks crazy, it, but it looks a good kind of crazy yeah. and I can't wait. Um we don't know when this is coming out, do we? Did they say next year or did they I think it was twenty was it not twenty twenty three? Ah I don't, I don't remember know. the date one way or the other. Right. Uh I mean the developers are quite busy. They were also the ones they do like Black Desert online or something and they did Crimson Desert. They've also got shooters so they're very busy. They're okay. a big Big developer, uh, Pearl Abyss, but right. very busy one. So okay. we'll see it when we see it. Um, cool. Good. This next one is, I'm just going to give this a mention because the trailer was very good. It's called Giants Uprising, and it's coming to Steam. Um, mm. I imagine it might come to console if it does well. I think it probably will. Um, I just used to, Did you have a look at this trailer, you two? Did you get to have yeah. a chance? What do you think? I think it looks good. I, think it looked really I, thought, I thought it looked exciting. I think the the reversal of playing a giant and trying to like survive all the little people will be quite entertaining because mm. obviously you've got the whole sort of Skyrim thing when you have to try and kill giants and stuff. So yeah, flipping the coin and playing from the other side it looked very entertaining. Yeah, um, you know all these little people trying to attack you and you throw rocks at them and stuff and the bit where he charged through the gateway after they closed the door i thought that was really quite yeah. amusing yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean it looks very interesting it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because you know you'd think i'm a giant i'm just going to wander around and stamp on you little folk but um yeah it's just seeing what they can do with it i think will be the uh, be the test yeah um it does look good doesn't it William? it looks intriguing it's a good concept yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, just pulled up the store page for it as well. Apparently, there's a demo on Steam. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Um, Dying Light 2, the game that's coming out in December, who's now regretting that it's coming out in December after Halo's <laughs> three days earlier. It comes out a day, a day after Halo. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I think they, so, might, they might change their thing. They might delay. Well, they're going to be delaying them out. Yeah. Big time. Um, yeah, we saw a, a bit of a feature for this at the beginning of the Xbox conference, didn't we, Dying Light 2? I think they opened with this. Um, maybe I'm going mad, but I think they did. And mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it, 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 I didn't... I was kind of into this before. I thought I'd be playing this, and I, it didn't move me one way or the other extra bit. I don't know why. Um, it looks like a good world. It looks a bit like the other one, which is not a bad thing. Um, I'll play it. I'm playing it. I, was, I really like the other one. Um, but it didn't blow me away. I don't know why. It hasn't it didn't get to me, this one. Um, you two, mm. what are you a fan? Um, I'm, I'm, I never played, well, I played like 10 minutes of the first one. I mean, I've, I've recently bought it again off the, well, I not bought it. I had it on disc and then sold the disc and now I've bought it digitally just to 
see if I can get to grips with it before the second one comes out. Um, I think the reason, I, I feel like you did, I think that the, the trailer was a bit underwhelming, and I think the reason for that was because it only showed you fighting other people. There were no monsters in it. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, fighting people is is not as exciting as fighting zombies. You know, there's, there's just, that's one of the rules yeah, of yeah. horror games, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. Um, I think that's perhaps why it wasn't so underwhelming, but some of the parkour moves and the, the sort of parkour fighting mm. was quite cool. Um, you know, the, the weapon fighting and stuff where you were blocking and then countering and stuff. It, it looks like it might be quite technical. So yeah, I'm, I'm reasonably excited for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not turning backflips and stuff, but um, it's okay. It's um. Do you, so, Willie, do you think it might be delayed? Do you think they might delay it now? Uh, I, I, I would if I were them. I'm sitting back going. Uh, so, correction to earlier, apparently it comes up the day before Halo. Sorry. Ah. Literally, ah. we are talking one day. I'm sitting back going, I was going to play it this holiday, but Halo is going to be a a leech on my free time. So, I'm not going to have time for this. It looks good. Yeah. But I haven't played the first, and I don't know. Yeah, you know, I feel bad for it. That's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Because they 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 cleared themselves from that market, didn't they? They thought December's a good time because there's not much that comes out in December. This happened oh, yeah. last yeah. year, didn't it? When Cyberpunk suddenly went December and a game shifted. What game shifted? Had to shift their date. Uh, the medium. They, that's they right. The yeah, that. that's it. Yeah. Uh, to give Cyberpunk some room. Yeah. Wow. Um. This is for me more than you two. Jet the Far Shore, which is the game I'm really looking forward to playing on the PlayStation. That's coming out October. The third, second, fourth, one of the two. Um, I love the look of this game. Even though we saw nothing new from mm. what I've seen before. There didn't seem to be very much to it from what I could make out from the trailer. How dare you. I just um, I, I can't I understand why you're so excited. It was like looking at there's, know, no cars, for, there's no I get a feeling for games and this one's a I got a feeling this one's gonna be nice. Um I got a feeling this might be I thought, is this gonna be a PlayStation PSN game of the month for free? I wondered. I it I looks think like it one. will because it's the first Tuesday of the month and those tend to be when PlayStation puts their free games out. So right. I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm, this looks lovely. It just looks a bit like No Man's Sky. It has that kind of exploration thing. It's yeah, it's great. I love the just love Jenner around. That and Sable, similar kind of feel to me. Both are going to be very good. Um, Xbox Cloud Gaming. How does it work? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. This is I didn't realize anything. I I it, I sort of blank this from my head at all every time I hear it. Then. When they sort of chat about this coming as four, and they said, "So Xbox One players can play Series X games." Yep. Through their Xbox, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's mad. It looks amazing. Wow. Uh, the best bit is you can play the games without actually having to physically install them on the Xbox. So you just stream them from the cloud. Um, so, you know, if you're not sure whether you like a game, you no longer do you have to wait four or five hours or whatever it may be to download it. You can just stream it, see whether you like it or not. And if you do, brilliant, download it. If not, move on, next game. 
So yeah, I th- I'm, I'm a massive fan of the the cloud streaming for the PC because you know that's how I spend my lunch times now at work. Mm. Um, but yeah, for being able to do it on the Xbox and being able to play Series X games on a Xbox One, I think that's that's just amazing. That's like a free upgrade almost. Yeah. Why would you get a Xbox Series X then? Oh, um, um, because you you want native gaming. There's still hmm. issues with latency. You still let the beck and call of having a consistent internet connection, which right. isn't guaranteed, especially in other places. So, I mean, the way to view this is this is a great option if you can't find the system right now. It's great because, you know, for example, there's still tons of Xbox 360 players out there. Not that this is coming to 360, but people will keep the older console around. Yep. And so I think I think this is a really good pro-consumer move, and I think it's important as well to realize that Microsoft is playing a completely different game now. Their games are on PC, their games are on Steam day one. They they were doing this. They aren't in the they don't report sales figures for their consoles anymore for a reason. You know, it's not like Sony and Nintendo where the amount of consoles they sell determines the health of their ecosystem. Through Microsoft, they Xbox is a platform, and this is another move towards this, which is huge. Mm. And just through benefits to the Series X players as well, you know, not only are you still getting the best version of these, but now they are no longer held back by the Xbox One, you know? So games like Starfield and Redfall don't have to be cross-gen the way that Horizon and the new God of War have to be to reach the PlayStation 4 player base. You know, mm. Starfield is completely, you know, able to be the game that Todd wants it to be on the new platforms, and people who want to play it on the Xbox One can now play it. And it's it's great. It's a win-win-win. Mm. There, there is no downside. Good. Well, thank you, too. You sold that. You explained it to me. <laughs> um, I like that. Um, next, Midnight Fight Express. Now, I put this on because this is the one... <laughs> I like the look of this. <laughs> I played a few... It's a solo developer again, and it's a... Uh, it's just a looks like a, just a punch-up game, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. One person <laughs> going through kind of like a very indie kind of feel to it, almost like a... I'm trying to think of a game that's like this. Uh, Streets of Rage, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Streets of Rage, Final Fight, that kind of thing. But it looked a lot more over the top than any of those. (laughs) Some of the uh, combat moves made me go, ooh, that's going to smart in the morning. (laughs) It looked like a mad action movie from the 80s, which I quite liked. And I really just enjoyed it. Yeah. It just looked. When we were young. Yeah. I like the look of this. Now, William, I'm going to ask you about this because Riders Republic had a bit of a thing, and I think you've just done a preview piece for us, have you? you... Yeah, that should be going up in the next day or two, hopefully. I finished it this morning. Uh, Riders Republic is fun. It's a fun game. It's like, uh, now, of course, this was before my time, but from my understanding, there were these uh, ESPN games back on the PlayStation 1 where you would be racing, you know, uh, a skateboarder and a guy on a motorcycle as a guy on a bike and then meanwhile there would be people like roller skating and things and so it's similar to that it's sort of a bunch of different sports at once 
they're these big, you know, Forza-thon style mass events. But in this game, it's like 66 people or something all racing each other at once. It can get pretty hectic. And yeah, no, I, I have fun time with it. Has it got a longevity to it? Did you have quite good fun and think, I really uh, want to I, do... I had good fun with it. Okay. But the only thing is it comes out a week before Forza Horizon 5 and they are <laughs> kind of very similar games. You know, they're going yeah. for similar things. And as much as I hate to say it, uh, Horizon 4, you know, one of the best games I played last generation and Horizon 5 looks even better than that. So... Unfortunately, I think on the Xbox side, at least, it's going to be losing out players to that. Mm. Cool, you'll Which be... is a shame. It was supposed to come out like February and then September. And then September, and I think yeah. we've had tons of breathing room there, but coming out like a week before Forza is a bit of a bigger ask. Yeah. Paul, do you think there's an excitement for this? Do you think this is going to get people... Are you excited by it? Not in my house. There's no excitement for it. <laughs> um, I've got to say, if I was given the choice of doing mass events on a push bike and doing mass events in a car, there's really only one way to choose. It's going to be Forza Horizon 5 for me. I mean, I realize that the two are not mutually exclusive, but I think I said this to you last time when we were talking about this game. It just doesn't grab me. It's, it's you know, it's... <sighs> It's just some game. Yay, great. Let's go and ride a bike down a mountain. Brilliant. Okay, done that. What next? Um, it just, uh, I can't see that it's a game that I'm going to be playing, if I'm honest. Um, it's just, I'm not, I'm down, not down with all this kind of youth culture and dude and all this kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> it's, it's just, no, it's not me. No. Stick me in a car and I'm happy. Stick me in Lycra on a push bike, and I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah. know, Simple as that. <laughs> um, Woody, what's the jetpack bit like? Did you play that? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty decent. It's sort of like pilot wings, I guess. Right. Uh, you know, you you're flying through hoops, but it's it, it controls well, so it's not like Superman sixty four or anything. Right. You know, but, <laughs> yeah. I love all these current references for the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman, Superman 64, 64. Yeah. I will listen to SPN, PlayStation 1. Wow. <laughs> our, our listeners now very confused. He's thinking, are we listening to the Xbox Hub or is this like retro gaming? <laughs> yeah. um, this kid is 22, really? Uh, yeah. 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 Good. Okay, well, let's find out in October whether this is going to live or die. Um, now I put down here scorn. Now the reason I put down scorn is when the game pass. They're a little kind of like in the Xbox thing about when the what's going on with the game pass in the next few months, and then it went scorn fall twenty twenty one, and you went really? Mm. We haven't seen anything of this game. It's still coming out, but there's nothing else. I just mentioned it. It's like a second. Yeah, and this is yeah, a Series X game. Yep. Is it coming? What's have... happening? Paul. When you were sorry, Paul first. No, no, me first. Right. Yeah. Sorry. The only thing I was going to say was, when um, you put it in the the notes for the show that we were going to talk about Scorn, I thought I don't remember seeing anything about Scorn, <laughs> so I went and looked for trailers on YouTube and everything else, and the only thing I could find was from 2020, the one we'd seen before. Mm. 
So I thought maybe Gareth's just losing it, you know. Maybe he was going to pour scorn on the idea of Riders Republic. I wasn't <laughs> sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the the thing, the, the, the trailer from before looks good. Um, it looks very um, kind of suggestive, um, if I can use that word. There's much imagery there that uh, Freud would have a field day with. Um, but other than that... Um, yeah, it looks interesting, and if it's coming out in fall 2021, I'll be uh, all over it. I'll be very surprised. William, is this, this isn't going to happen, is it? Maybe. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it whenever it comes out. But uh, these aren't on our list, but to bring them up quickly as well, we got a quick look at the gunk, and now yeah. that's confirmed for December. That was the other yeah, biggest did, yeah, yeah. And then Crossfire X, we got a look for that one as well at opening night live. That one just says coming soon. It's apparently this year. Right. But, you know, if we can get Scorn out this year, if we can get those two out this year, uh, Bright Memory Infinite, that's the other one that was announced yeah, yeah. around the same time yeah. that we're weighing on. And yeah, well, that's, see. that's pretty cool. That's a happen. good mm, and capper to the year yeah. with Halo and Forza. Yeah. Good. And um, Part Beyond. Mm. <laughs> now, the reason I put Part Beyond, Dana, now Part Beyond was a game that um, was announced uh, maybe on the Gamescom opening night. Um, yeah, yeah, it was there. And it's a next-gen kind of like park simulator the theme park engine, yeah basically. and but you you build mad rides don't you whatever mm-hmm. your says whatever your imagination can create that's the idea something possible stuff and it's next gen only what was the park game that came out for the series x on the release uh planet coaster ah is it connected to that world uh no i oh. I believe Planet Coaster was Frontier. This one is the Tropico 6 devs and right. uh, Bandai Namco. But it's a cool-looking game. It's... Yeah. I mean, I just had to mention, because it, it confused me, because it has the same sort of premise. I'm sure there was a kind of, like, English-Scottish guy running the other park in the other one. You're thinking of Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm sure there was someone <laughs> running it. It had the same premise. All right, anyway, I'll have a look. Part Beyond, did anyway, it's coming like to Richard next gen. No, yes, it did. There were dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. um, next gen, coming soon, coming next year. Um, and I'm just going to mention this first of all, because Xbox, and I said to you two on the chat, um, Crusaders Kings 3 is coming to um, Xbox mm. next year. Now, the reason I'm saying that, and you, Paul, went to me, well, I don't care about this, but... Mm. Um, no, they, they I, did, of, I don't think I said that. I said... Meh, maybe. <laughs> we, we had sort of 15 minutes about Wasteland DLC interviews, mm-hmm. which is like, oh my word. And Crusader Kings 3, when it came out on PC and Steam, it got a lot of tense. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so that coming to Xbox and then doing a doing a um, conversion as well, it should be a big deal, I think. Bigger than they kind of mm. mentioned it. Um, Do you but, think it'll work though? Can you translate oh, a game God, no. as as complicated as that to a I, controller. No, it will. I think it will do. I've I, I've played Crusader Kings three on the PC. It's it's quite good. Yeah. Uh, my my friend was obsessed. He logged like a hundred plus hours into it, and I I think it can be done. It's a lot more menu based. It's a lot less you know. Uh, but it doesn't seem to require like a million hotkeys. It it can probably be done. Like I said to you before, when you do games 
games can do it. You know, City Skylines is a, is an example yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not an impossible thing. It's you just you just what you don't do is just go. Let's just translate it straight away and just do it on buttons. That's when the worst thing games happen. You've got to put a bit yeah. more work into that and think how it works. Um, but I'm excited about that. I mean, you know how much Age of Empires winds me up <laughs> when we see it. It's not coming to Xbox. It's coming yeah. to PC. So they need to bring that to Xbox. Yeah. If all the Xbox games go to PC, it's uh, you know it's it's only fair. Yeah. You know the worst yeah. you can have to do is require a mouse and keyboard. A um, twenty buck mouse and keyboard yeah. is far cheaper than having to splooge another thousand or whatever to get a rig that can actually run uh, yeah. Age of Empires. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, yes, good point. Um, now, before we, we go, Jenna, there anything I missed that you want to talk about? Paul, have you got one? Um, serial cleaners from mm. the uh, indie showcase. Um, I reviewed the very first serial cleaner game way back when oh, I was yeah. writing for a different site. Um, and I loved it. It was fantastic. It was such a strange game. You're playing as a cleaner with a lovely, well, in the original game, it was kind of a 70s vibe. And you were going around hoovering up bloodstains and cleaning up crime scenes. You know, you get rid of corpses by putting them in a, in a chipper or throwing them to alligators and stuff. So that when the police arrive, there's no evidence. It's It was really, really good and very enjoyable. So seeing... The second game now with more playable characters with different abilities looks like it'll be uh, even more fun. So yeah, I'm quite excited about that. Great, um, William. What about you? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I guess this is a bit of a cheat, but I'm going to say Psychonauts too because we got the launch trailer and we got the mm. interview with Tim Schafer and. Uh, I believe her name is Lizette. She's the uh, art director, and yeah, the game is amazing. I, I 100%ed. I got a thousand gaming score on it. Uh, you know, like I did on the first. Like 100% that one as well. It's it's just so good, so imaginative, mm. so fun. Like it's a game of the year front runner for me right now. It's just they nailed it. They did yeah. an amazing job at Double Fine. I've played about yeah. an hour of it before I went away, and it was great. Yeah, really enjoying it. Good. Fantastic. Um, right, you two, thank you very much. Now, if we need to speak to you about your comments about Gamescom, <laughs> Paul, where do we find you? Uh, you can write me a letter. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Xbox Hub Paul. Great. And William, where can we find you? I'm laying low a bit now. Okay. Uh, Twitter was starting to get to me, so I, yeah. I protected the tweets for a little bit. And uh, But I don't know. Maybe I'll open it up again. Good. Good idea. Good idea. Um, and you can find me on GB Bright on Twitch and Twitch. But for now, gentlemen, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at The Xbox Hub and search for The Xbox Hub on Facebook.